now here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Uh, apologize for the sound quality, although maybe it's fine. I'm, uh, I uh, am talking into my cellular phone. Cellular phone. Say that three times. Say cellular three times. I'll, I'll wait. Cellular, cellular, cellular. Okay. It's hard, right? I'm not drunk. It's just hard to say. Uh, the reason I'm talking into my phone and not my microphone into my laptop is I'm, I'm still in Dubai. Uh, by the time this comes out, I'll be home. Uh, but, um, I can't, (laughs) this hotel I'm in right now does not have, uh, a plugin that works with my laptop three pronged plugin. So, uh, my laptop's dead. Um, you know, shit that happens when you're an international traveler like me. I mean, I've been everywhere. I've been to Dubai. I've been to Pakistan. I've been to Regina, Saskatchewan. <laughs> when I talk to people after shows about places I've done comedy, uh, it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, people from the UK here. Scottish, uh, you know, British Irish, lots of Irish. A lot of people from Dublin. Um, and so the, I tell them I've been to Pakistan. I tell them I've been to Dubai. And they're like, you never been to, you know, Paris? You never been to, you never been to Ireland? You never been to uh, the UK at all? No, no, flew right over that shit. Uh, but maybe. I definitely feel like after this week, uh, I, I would be confident doing shows in the UK because that's basically what these audiences are with uh, a few uh, Emiratis uh, sprinkled in. I think I said that right. Uh, You know, people who live somewhat in the area. It's kind of funny with the language. uh, A lot of it's – everyone speaks English, uh, but, you know, it's – for a lot of the people here, it's not their first language. And it kind of, it makes some of the, uh, people are giving me compliments after shows, but because, (laughs) because of the slight language barrier, some of them are hitting a little harder than I think they're intended to. Uh, uh, for example, in America, someone might say to me, um, uh, you have such expressive eyes on stage. It really helps accentuate the material or, you know, even not quite that polite, but just like, man, you're, you have wild eyes or you have crazy eyes and it's so funny. That's what you might say, uh, in the United States of America. Uh, last night, uh, someone said to me, when you came on stage, I was like, he has the eyes of a murderer. But still, so funny. And I was like, a murderer? I I mean, that's a little, you know, loving father of three here. But, you know. (laughs) So, again, they were complimenting me, but just like, your eyes are insane. (laughs) You look like you kill people. But it works. I also had a woman say to me, I think she was trying to say I had been too self-deprecating. 
I think that's, uh, I think that's what she was trying to let me know. Uh, but what she did say was, you should be sexier on stage. Which I, I mean, how do I respond to that? I, I should be sexier off stage too, lady, but you got to play the hand you're dealt. Uh, yeah, and there's also been a lot of moments of this happens uh, everywhere, but I think, again, because of slight cultural differences, like there's a moment where you talk to someone after a show, they, uh, you know, you, uh, oh, they say something nice, or they say, I have the eyes of a serial killer. I say, thank you very much. Um, they'll never find the bodies. Uh, and then it's, it's sort of a, uh, there needs to be a natural exit point to the conversation. I'm having trouble with exit points in these conversations. I keep hitting these moments in Dubai where I'm like, it's like I'm reiterating like, yeah, so again, thank you so much for the kind words. I will work on being more attractive. And then they say like, just so funny, so, and I'm like, oh, no. Round three? Okay, thank you so much. I'm having trouble with an uh, exit strategy here. Uh, but a great time. I met so many fun people. Uh, and uh, also that Irish accent, man. Uh, so many Irish people. And there was a very intoxicated – look, you guys know everyone compares me to Dave Grohl. Not talent level, but just you know physically. Uh but because of this, I don't know, uh, Danny O'Brien, the Irish comedian I'm working with, he, he said a specific place this girl was from that made her Irish accent a little different even. Uh, but she kept saying, you know, instead of saying you look like Dave Grohl, she kept saying, you look just like Dave Gruel. Gruel, like oatmeal. Dave Gruel. You look like Dave Gruel. Please, sir, may I have another Dave Gruel? Uh, so that was cracking me up. I do look like Dave Grohl and Oatmeal had a baby. <laughs> That's partly why it should be more sexy on stage. Uh, I've been eating good here, too, and by good, I mean, yikes. Uh, most of the, I mean, that's one of the reasons I came is the food was free. You know, there's no, we get hotels and the flight was paid for and we get all our food paid for. Um, but it's mostly buffets and it's just, you're not supposed to eat buffets for 11 days in a row. You're just not, you're not built for it. I mean, I'm trying to eat somewhat reasonable things, but it's just, uh, I think I need to return to a life of less options. It's so unnatural. Buffets are so, I mean, there's a lot of things in life that are unnatural. But if you're at a, at one point I, I was eating a few days ago and uh, I looked down at my plate. I have something from the sea. I have something from a river. I have something that flies. And I had something that grazes on the land. All on the same plate. It's just the amount of times in history you'd be able to eat four different types of animal on one plate are uh, not many. Or you'd be some king. 
Uh, so yeah, I gotta get, I keep getting, I don't exact, some of the stuff I'm eating, I'm like, oh, that looks good. And I take it back to my table and I'm like, that was a mistake. That was a big mistake. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, really fun trip, really fun trip. Um, I am definitely ready to go home. It's just a long, I haven't, you know, 2020, the year started normal for me. And then, um, you guys know what the fuck happened. And, uh, I started traveling more this year, but I haven't really had a travel schedule like I had in 2019 or 2018. Um, and even then a 12, 13 day trip would have been really long. So this particular 12, 13 day trip feels like it's been a month. It's, uh, it's been a long time. I haven't been gone from my family that much, you know? Uh, and I'm only going to be home like, I don't know what, four days. And then I go to uh, Montana. What, what a little career I've carved out for myself, by the way, from Dubai to big sky. Uh, I got a few Montana listeners, I think come on out. I'm going to big sky. I'm going to, uh, Bozeman and I'm going to Billings. Um, so go to one, go to none, go to all of them. I don't care what you do, but, uh, yeah, I also, I passed my, uh, I had to take a, a COVID test to get back on the flight. Uh, I took it yesterday. The results came back today. I do not have COVID. I didn't feel like I had COVID, but much like, you know, during the Olympics, <clears throat> they just tested everyone every day and a bunch of people ended up being positive for COVID who had no symptoms, which just kind of lets everyone know that like, you know, there's a lot of asymptomatic COVID out there. So I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous because I just, I, you know, I said that before. I don't know what the scenario is for quarantining internationally in one of the most expensive cities in the world. My son doesn't have a driver's license, but um, I'd still have to tell him to start driving Uber because dad needs some money. Uh, <laughs> but I passed. Uh, so I did get a little sigh of relief when that test came back. Um, it's also just, uh, it's a you know 15-hour flight home, but just because of how time works, since I am 11 hours ahead of uh, where I live, I will leave at 9.55 in the morning, Dubai time tomorrow, and I will land sort of four hours later in Seattle. It will still be, you know, I'll, I'll land Saturday at 1.25, I think, p.m. after leaving Dubai Saturday at 9.55 a.m., even though it actually takes me 15 hours to get there. Apparently, the earth is round. Uh, which is a very controversial opinion, but, uh, <laughs> and so that has something to do with the time difference. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Do flat earthers also not believe in time change? It's the same time everywhere. I guess I don't know enough about flat earth. How do they, how do they, how do they, uh, on, if the earth is flat, why is it sometimes the sun? 
is on one side of the flat earth and sometimes it's on the other? Does the sun orbit? The sun doesn't orbit. I don't know. I'm really going to have to research flat earth. I've been asking on stage and off stage. Uh, I stopped asking on stage because just like, hey, you know, what do you do for a living kind of kind of questions. And uh, it's, you know, this place is shady as shit and no one wants to tell you what they do. <laughs> or even if they even if they don't have a shady job, it's just not a place for your forthcoming with that much information. Like, what do you do? This vague answer. It's fin- financing. Financing. Yeah. This is a tax shelter for some corporation where you're hiding funds or imports, exports. You know, there's very vague answers. I asked a guy on stage uh, from Little Rock. He was from Little Rock, Arkansas. And I was like, Arkansas? I was like, what What brought you to Dubai? And he goes, an airplane. I'm like, all right, asshole. All right. There are, uh, there are some incredibly beautiful people here, uh, which I guess makes sense because there's money here. But there's some uh, very beautiful women, and they just look like, you know, you can't – it's like every race and culture – uh, put into one person. You can't really exactly tell where they're from, but, uh, I mean, at these shows, these shows, there's like three or four women every show where you're like, are you an international supermodel? Like, how are you a real person? And you'll just see it walking around the street. Not that I walk around the street too much because it's, um, a thousand degrees. Actually, it's been about a hundred, but uh, I don't know. If you walk around a little bit at a hundred degrees in Phoenix, of course, it's not great, but 100 here is – it is not a dry heat. It is a wet heat. Uh, I mean I went to the mall across the street and just walking – I'd say four minutes outside between the mall and uh, the hotel. I'm just, I was just drenched. I was in the elevator that had mirrors and uh, – I was just looking at him. I just looked like a lunatic. I looked like I had the eyes of a murderer, just dripping sweat in the elevator, like a chubby American. But you'll see women walking around, super dressed up. And this is this is how you know some of these women are here in a uh, professionally sexy capacity, which is what I'm calling prostitution. Uh, <laughs> what's your job? I'm professionally sexy. Uh because you don't see women super dressed up, all done up, looking amazing, walking around by themselves. You never see that in normal circumstances. You see beautiful women walking by themselves in sweatpants, but not not done up like they're going out on the town alone. It doesn't make sense. Uh... So that's kind of a pretty much every hotel bar uh, you could get a uh, professionally sexy lady. Um, that was not included. I, I do get to stay in hotels uh, on my trip for free. I do get free food. But the uh, professionally sexy international ladies are not part of the buffet option. Uh But it's weird. I mean, obviously, you know, I I think I said last time they really cracked down on drugs here. 
Um, in fact, I heard a story. This isn't about drugs, but I heard a story. Someone bought a bicycle on Craigslist here. Uh oh. Okay, I'm back. Uh, that was uh, someone at the door who uh, gave me an adapter to plug into my outlets, but it's <laughs> it's still not the right kind of adapter for my three pronged. Uh, what I'm going to now call my American laptop. Uh, I did. They'd already give me the other kind of adapter, which is the only reason I can charge my phone even. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Oh, uh, what was I talking about? Craigslist bicycles. Uh, so someone bought a bicycle on Craigslist, and uh, it was a stolen bike, and they got in trouble. They had to go to jail for like a week because they bought a stolen bicycle, even though, you know. So beneath <laughs> beneath the sheen and shine of this uh, desert oasis, uh, there is a... Uh, a little bit of fear in everyone. Uh, but you can get drugs here. I mean, you got to really want to do drugs. Yeah. If you, you know. Like, I like drinking. Uh, but if I could get four years in jail for drinking, I'm going to stop drinking. Uh, but people here, I think they still do drugs sometimes, even though you can get... Cracked down on pretty hard. But again, the prostitution is also, I don't know if it, it's not, it's not legal, but I, again, it's just like an accepted, and I don't know why that is. I guess the, uh, the powers that be in Dubai, uh, they think prostitution is good for tourism and drugs are bad for tourism. So, uh, yeah, very odd. I was talking to someone about these things. Uh, he was a very handsome man. He could have been an international model. Uh, and uh, he was from uh, nearby Abu Dhabi, uh, which sounds like something a racist would make up when describing a fictitious place in the Middle East. <laughs> he was from Abu Dhabi or some bullshit, but it's a real place, Abu Dhabi. Uh and anyway, I had a talk with him and his, of course, incredibly gorgeous girlfriend and his incredibly uh, gorgeous, I think, cousin who looked like a Kardashian. Uh, but anyway, I had a fun talk with them. And then afterwards, uh, I was talking to people who you know are with the tour, the comedy tour I'm on. And she was like, I think he was probably... Uh, royalty meaning you know he's there's like six sheiks somewhat in the area and this guy was you know maybe not like you know <laughs> it's like the mob you can, if you're connected you're connected um uh so that was interesting too uh i mean that wasn't like for sure he was royalty but he she's like i, I think he probably was just the way he was acting and um he did kind of have the vibe that, like, I could make one phone call, you know, and uh, shit could change around here. Uh, 
but yeah, it uh, it's been a good time. I'm looking outside uh, right now. That's the fun of not having to hold a microphone next to my laptop. I'm just, you know, I'm looking out my uh, 17th story window right now uh, of this hotel. I uh, I went for a little swim in the, I guess it's the Persian Gulf, although it's actually a bay that they made <laughs> with the waters from the Persian Gulf. And uh, I mean, so bizarre to get into, you know, to be on a beach and walk into the water and have the water be like a warm, comfortable bath. Just so bizarre. It's like, it's not like hot tub hot, but it's, it's warm water, you know, uh, which is just so weird. Lots of warning jellyfish signs uh, around too, which made me kind of nervous, but I didn't see any. But yeah, that was. Uh, I think it would be great to be here, and uh, maybe if I ever come back, I'll. Uh, I would love to come back in like a January type situation where it's probably about eighty degrees and pleasant, because uh, a hundred, you know, it really cuts down. There's, uh, you know, there's families hanging out by the pool, hanging out by the beach like my kids would do, like when we were in Hawaii and we go to the beach for four or five hours. And I don't think you can't go to the beach for four or five hours in Dubai. You'll die. Those aren't jellyfish. Those are dead tourists. Uh, so, yeah, every outdoor activity is, like, so short. I'm like, I should go out to the pool. I'm like, well, that was a fun 17 minutes. That was a fun little uh, dip in the ocean, but I think I made my point after eight minutes in there. I don't need to fly back with a sunburn. Sunburn and a dead laptop. I want to be part of a royal family. My family's all right, but they're not royal. I had I, I had the thought... Uh, when I was here, that, you know, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing local or indigenous that they let you see uh, here. I mean, there's basically slave labor building all these buildings. But even those people are, a lot of them are from Pakistan. They work here. They go back home. It's not, uh, I think the actual indigenous local people, they get, uh, they get money from the Dubai UAE government. Um, so they're not the ones, I don't know. I don't know that much, but the point is the, you know, it's just like this giant resort and you're like, where do the poor people live? And it's like, well, they're farther outside of town. Uh, but I had the thought when I was here, like Anthony Bourdain could have never done his, uh, I can't remember what his show was called where he traveled to places and had their food. Uh, but he could have never, I had the thought he could have never done his show here, but then I looked that up and he did, he did a, he did a Dubai episode. Uh, I can't remember the name of that show. If my laptop was on, I'd look it up. Uh, but anyway, you know, the show I'm talking about, he had a few, but the one on CNN was the one I was thinking of, but so I do want to watch that. 
at some point. It's not. It wasn't on Netflix. Um, no refunds? No, that can't be the name of the show. Son of a bitch. Hold on. Hold on. Anthony Bourdain show. <laughs> no reservations. <laughs> no refunds. That's the name of my show. No refunds. Uh, no reservations. Uh, so I, I actually want, because my thought was how would he, what would, what would the no reservations episode be about based on what I have seen about Dubai, where it's just nothing but chain restaurants that you would find at a mall in Los Angeles. You know, what, what would the Anthony Bourdain episode be about? How five guys had surprisingly good hot dogs? I mean, there's nothing here. There's nothing local. There's no like, oh, don't go to the mall. We know this great local place around the corner. No, they're, it's not here. It's just all the shit you would see everywhere. You know? Starbucks and, uh, you know, Shake Shack, which seems like kind of a missed opportunity. They could have called it Sheik Shack. <laughs> Put a little local twist on it. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very, it's a very interesting to be in a place where they're trying to they're like, nope, just look at the postcard. Nothing to see here, you know? Uh, and, uh, you know, there's some very high-end things here. But uh, as far as food, I'm sure there's some high-end food here too. But it's like, it's uh, again, to just like there's no <laughs> – there's no local art. There's no uh, – you know, there's plenty of performers here. That's why I'm here. I saw a uh, – you know, I had to go to Dubai to do it, but I saw uh, a Cuban jazz band playing Beatles songs. You know, uh, so it's not – there is culture here, but it's culture from all around the world that has come here. It's not uh, Dubai culture, you know. I should have asked my Abu Dhabi royal family friend. Uh, about that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it is very interesting. But I, I'm going to watch that episode because, like, like I I want to know what what is the local. You know, Anthony Bourdain would always find like cool street food or some <laughs> tradition where there's a giant pot where they cook shit all day. I'm assuming goat, uh, but that ain't, that is not happening here. You know. That's like, hey, have you have you been to the uh, Applebee's in Dubai? One of the finest in the world. Eating good in the neighborhood. Uh, the shows have been good. The shows have been good. I, uh, you know, I, I I feel like every show I do a joke where I'm like, well, maybe that's not the best joke for here. But overall, it's fun. It's uh, 
you know, I'm trying to go a little slower because they're, you know, whatever, a third of the room, half the room, English is their second language, but uh, it's, uh, that part's been good. I, w- I was nervous about the comedy aspect of it, but I definitely feel like uh, a lot more confident in my international uh, comedy chops now. Uh, but I do, you know, I'm already thinking about when I go back to Montana, I'm like, what was I working on? What were my new jokes I was working on before I got here? Because it does kind of strip your act down to its most basic. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, hey, have you guys have had sex, right? You guys have had relationships, right? You guys have had children, right? Uh, I'm just doing the, the most broad topics possible. Uh, because, uh, you know, not everything, uh, not everything makes as much sense as it would in the greatest country God ever created. The U.S. of A. Uh, alright, we're gonna wrap it up with our false patriotism. Uh, I think I'm going to call that good. I got a buffet calling my name and a beach. I'm going to go to the beach for 10 minutes and the buffet for an hour. Uh, (laughs) It is kind of, I mean, I was joking about why I wish my family was royalty. But, you know, it is to be, you know, I got flown here. I got, they're paying me. Not that much, but, you know, it's really expensive to bring people here. And uh, the food's free, and it's great, and everything's it, – it is it is a little bit like, I want to go home. But then it's like, yeah, I have to go back to uh, what I actually am, which I want to do. But also, this version of me has a lot less to do. This version of me uh, is catered to a lot more, you know. This version of me, people clap <laughs> when I start my job and end my job. Uh the version of me that will land back in Seattle on Saturday is uh, I'll be happy to be there, but also like uh, I might have to make my own sandwich. Uh, I'm certainly not going to ask Christy to make me one after being gone for 13 days and leaving her with two children. I used to leave her with three, but one's in college now until he has to drop out and uh, – Start doing task rabbit to pay for my quarantine. Uh, okay, but plugs? Do I have plugs? Uh, I don't know. Buy my children's book. There's no fucking way you're getting a pony. Uh, I actually sold a decent amount of online copies of that, mostly because of the illustrator. Uh, let's you know all you need to know about my comedy career that my illustrator, um, sells a lot more copies than the author. Uh, but I have those waiting for me at home. I'll start selling those at shows. I'm excited about that. Uh, I got Montana. Uh, hey, November 6th in Olympia. Uh, my show that was supposed to be March 14th, 2020, that was supposed to be June something, 2020, that was supposed to be January something, 2021. November 6th. Buy some tickets. Also, if you did buy tickets for any of those previous dates, you still have them. So uh, go, or if you're not going to go, get a refund. I feel like I have to 
like according to the seating chart, we have like a quite amount of tickets sold. And I'm like, how many of the people actually know the show is happening? Uh, but anyway, don't get me wrong. I'll still take your money. If you bought tickets in uh, 2020 and you're not going to be able to make the show, uh, I still will accept your money if you don't get a refund. But I would like the place to be full of masked people. Boo. There's an ad running for the show. And uh, I check in on the comments sometimes and people are like, <laughs> people are like, well, I would go, but you have to be vaxxed. So, sorry. It's like, okay. It's not my decision. It's the Washington Center for the Performing Arts decision. And maybe they're doing it because they're trying to get life back to normal. You know? <laughs> I'm not comfortable. I'm not totally comfortable with the idea of proving your vaccination. It's a little weird, but also like, hey, we're all trying to go through something as a planet right now. All right? You think you got a bad person who lives in Olympia, Washington, who doesn't want to go to the Washington Center because you have to prove you're vaccinated? Uh, most of the people here in Dubai have been vaccinated four times. Four of them. All right? So enough of your bitching. Anyway, I have other shows. Colorado Springs I'm doing in October. I have a Tacoma local thing in October. I'm not in front of my calendar. Uh, anyway, tip your weight stuff. Show's over. We're done. Bye.